0: All right, what's going on people? uh this is Brian Meadows with another episode of the Angry Pastor uh, podcast. I'm super excited about today's topic. I'm nervous and uh I'm praying please please pray for me um that I don't say nothing crazy nothing um yeah. So, okay. Uh, I'm already thinking. All right. So I don't know how this is going to work. I'm going to try my best to address this topic. There is something that's on my heart. But first, I want to say thank you guys so, so, so very much uh, for subscribing, for sharing, and uh, just supporting this particular uh, podcast. I could not do this without you. Our audience is growing. You guys are really, really, really showing out. And so I really appreciate it. Uh, Do me a favor. If you haven't shared If this is your first time listening, if you are a first time listener, if you like it, rate it, uh, let us know. We would love to hear your feedback and we would love to hear some topics you guys would want to see and hear uh, covered. Uh, This is not the end of our podcast. This is just the beginning. We have so much that we want to do, so many innovations that we want to add. And you guys are going to hear planes. I live uh... right by the airport and so if you guys hear those planes just forgive me but uh... we're going to continue to innovate uh... we got my own uh... uh... my very own um custom-made rap intro i got this thing being made it's gonna be awesome you guys are gonna love it um and not only that we're gonna also do video uh we're gonna do video and we're gonna also have guests on different pastors from all over uh the country and all over the world so that's gonna be really really awesome so stick with me tune in come back every week we have uh sometimes multiple episodes a week and it's always fi it's always lit lit it's always that that ish okay okay Wait. Right, all right all right all right all right okay so today i wanted to do a topic called me uh me too So, um, right. So once I say that there's already connotations, there's already, um, kind of subjects and themes and all of this stuff that people begin to think about when you hear the phrase me too. But, um, this has become a very popular, a popular mantra. This has become a very distinctive term within our culture and it has uh, revealed a lot. It has, uh, it has exposed a lot and is made many men question themselves and really uh, do some self-evaluation and I think it's also done the same uh, for females as well and so I want to talk a little bit about it about uh, how it has affected the church what it is doing in the church and what I believe will be the long-term trajectory of a movement of a philosophy like the Me Too movement which I do think is a branch of the feminist movement but I don't think that it's the feminist movement in its entirety um so i want to just talk a little bit about it now if you if you've never heard of the term me too i don't know where you've been and I don't know what you've been doing, uh, but in order for us to uh, strategically engage the world and to influence the world system by the principles of the kingdom of God, we got to know what's going on in the geopolitical sphere, uh, uh, in the climate change arena, uh, in the technological world. Like those are some of the major frontiers that we're seeing innovation and the human family is being progressed and and, and evolving because of the innovation in those arenas. And so if the church is going to be successful, if the church is going to be effective and relevant, we got to know what's going on in those sectors. And so even though you may not like social media, social media is a major frontier. And if you're going to be successful in this generation and in the generations to come, you have to have a bit of understanding and wisdom in those uh, 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 arenas and on those platforms. But If you haven't heard the term Me Too, I want to just give you a brief synopsis um, of this whole uh, movement. And it is a movement. Um, Of course, we understand uh, feminism. Uh, We won't deal with that or the historicity thereof right now. But um, maybe, I don't know, uh, what, maybe a few years ago, uh, even, um, uh, we started to uh, see... Many different, um, 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 what's the word I want? I want to say accusations, uh, but we began to see uh, many different cases emerge uh, where women from years ago, uh, from, you know, sometimes 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, uh, really began to um, talk about. And 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 I don't want to say it started with Bill Cosby. It could have started uh with Bill Cosby, but I I really believe that it was before Bill Cosby as a matter of fact. I'm googling right now uh Me Too movement, right? Um uh just to see if they have some type of timeline. They say the Me Too movement, with a large variety of local and international related names, is a movement against sexual harassment and sexual assault. The movement began to spread virally in October of 2017 as a hashtag on social media in an attempt to demonstrate the widespread uh, prevalence of sexual assault and harassment, especially in the workplace. Right? Okay. So yeah, yeah. So it followed sexual abuse allegations against Harvey. Weinstein so if y'all remember Harvey Weinstein he's this big Hollywood executive and both men and women that's crazy both men and women came out and pretty much said that he you know either asked them to do sexual favors he exposed himself to them and just did a whole bunch of perverted weird freaky type of stuff right and so uh after that um uh after that uh other people start coming forward and say, hey he did this to me too and he did this to me too and he did this to me too and because he had did it to so many people that so many people in hollywood can say me too it started this me too movement and i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, okay It's not it's not funny. I just think that's that's just this guy was crazy. Like, how do you do it to so many people that a hashtag goes viral? There is so many people that can say me, too. And then, of course, when you started to define uh, what this sexual abuse was uh, from people in power, either either demanding uh, sexual favors, people in power either exposing themselves, pushing themselves uh, sexually on a person that felt as if they were helpless or they had to do it in order to get ahead in their career or in order to be accepted or just in order not to be fired or whatever the case may be, especially in Hollywood where there's such a culture of exchange. You do for me and I'll do for you. I'll do a favor for you. You do a favor for me. I'll hook you up. You hook me up Uh, because of that culture. People can feel like, hey, look, if you really want this, job you will give me a you know you know you'll give me a little something or whatever the case we gonna you know uh do something and um and uh you know and, and, and in many of those cases the women did something and so yeah we got to talk about a lot of stuff all right now before i just jump into it this spiraled i not want to say out of control but maybe a spiral spiraled into control um uh next thing you know i mean everybody from matt Lauer to um um uh comedians I'm, li- I'm i'm thinking about the guy's name he's a white guy i can't think of his name right now um uh cj i can't remember his name but i mean of course uh, bill cosby uh and rightfully so r kelly uh, and R. Kelly was probably a little different situation. That was like minors and all that different kind of stuff. So, you know, that's different. But, um, I mean, uh, just so many people just i mean person after person after person uh started to be caught up in this web even one of my favorite people i think his name is neil degrasse tyson who's an astrophysicist uh he later got cleared but he was also caught up in it because people just started saying me too me too me too me too i felt harassed i felt sexually abused so forth and so on and we started to see all these uh men go down and again i'm not uh, and i'm not saying that these men did not deserve it. some of these men like Harvey Weinstein deserved it. But, but then, you know, we started to ask ourselves questions. Uh, even there was a comedian who was a Senator who was also taken down, um, uh, by this. Uh, let me see. Just give me a second. Comedian Senator. Yeah. Al Franken, Al Franken, he was taken down. And then uh, just recently, I think it was, uh, who was the person? Uh, Joe Biden. They said Joe Biden was touching people inappropriately. Joe Biden just said, I love, I, I just love people. Maybe I held them too long or whatever the case may be. But I love to pe. I just, I just love people. Cuba Gooding Jr. I think they just got Cuba. I don't know. Now, I, I don't want to call out no wrong names. But what I'm saying is that this line between what was appropriate and what was inappropriate started to be very very blurred men started to get kind of confused and was like oh wait wait a second i thought you liked when i you know hugged you and just put my arm around your shoulder and i thought you liked that now you're saying you feel uncomfortable and it's like you know even in the workplace it sometimes it's confusing because women can do certain things like they can walk up behind you, massage your shoulder. They can walk up and and touch your back. They can walk up and, and 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 you know just do stuff that if a man did it, it would be deemed inappropriate. And so this Me Too movement, honestly, it's for me, caused so much confusion because I, I totally understand sexual harassment. So that's not what I'm saying. All right. So if a woman goes to work and uh and 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 somebody's like dang girl oh my god you know all of that yes that will make you uncomfortable i totally understand that and i know you're gonna get mad at me when i say this you're gonna get offended at me when i say this but this is my podcast but i don't understand if you don't want a man to look at you or to comment on something why is it that you highlight it or emphasize it if you wear a push-up bra where yo, where 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 your breasts about to jump out your? Sh- they about to jump out the shirt. And if a man is trying to talk to you, hear me. He's praying, Lord, keep my eyes up, keep my eyes up, keep my eyes up. Because if he blink, or if his if if he sneeze, or if or if his attention is broken in any way, he gonna look at them bad boys. He's gonna look. Not, watch this, not even because he wants it or because he's having a nasty thought, but men are visual. If a woman walks by and I don't care how saved a man is, right? I don't care how much Holy Ghost he got because the Holy Ghost can take can keep you from touching it and it can keep you from thinking about it too long. But the Holy Ghost, hear me. Hey, 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 hey. So if you walk by and you got on a skirt you know the 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 you you got on a skirt or you got on them jogging pants those them gym pants knowing you ain't been to nobody's gym And you you right? So you walk by and you think you think even if I don't look, you think something in my brain ain't saying why 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 are you doing that? Why? Why? No, I'm really asking. Why are you doing that? Why? And then, if somebody says something, oh my God, he just want me for my body. Well, that's all you're showing me. That's all you're showing me. So, I'm, 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 I'm just, sometimes I'm a little confused. Like I think about the Bill Cosby thing. Now, y'all gotta just hear me. I'm not. I'm not saying that he he was wrong. I mean, excuse me. I'm not saying that he was right. And I'm not saying that he he he's innocent. I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is. OK, first of all, many of these women are like they're, they're saying that it happened 30 years ago, some longer than that, some shorter than that. So forth. just the span of his career. Right now, if you look at Bill Cosby, he's got it start in the 60s and 70s. Everybody was doing drugs. Everybody, everybody was doing drugs and he was married. So all of these women that were that were with him. That went to his room. All of them knew that he was married. So, if if you're going to a married man's room, what you think you' about to do? Y'all about to read a script? All I'm saying is, y'all come on, man. Not no women talk. Thirty women. Not one of them said, "Hey." Don't ever go to Bill's room. Nobody warned anybody. And again, he could have did all of it. He could have did everything they said he did. I'm not here to, 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 to deal with that. I'm just saying that I think sometimes maybe men and women are talking on two different pages. Right? You're going out and you're eating the meal. You're touching his hand and you're looking in his eyes and you're saying, oh, I'm really having a nice time. He don't hear that, bruh. He hears, this is what he hears. He hears, take me now. You know you want it. Come get it. So I think that we have to be very careful with how we're communicating, especially through our body language. Women will say, "Oh no, don't do that." But like their 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 tone is really saying, "Take it." So that's that's why man of God, man of God, hear me. Just keep your hands to yourself. Even if she be like, "No, I want it," be like, "You have to take it because I'm nope. I'm not touching you. Because the moment I touch you, what you doing?" But the real reason, (laughs) the real reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I wanted to say, I wanted to announce, I wanted to, um, I I want to make my own confession. I want I want I wanted to say me too me too this happened to me okay for us sorry right I'm look okay stop okay stop okay wait. pause I'm joking hear me okay if you are listening to this podcast and you have ever been a victim of sexual abuse sexual assault Rape, sexual violence, sexual manipulation. Hear me. I understand. I think it's serious. If you have not gotten healed or help. If I I can point you in the right direction, but I'm here for you. I love you. I do think that humor. The scripture says laughter is medicine for the soul. When you have been healed from something, you can laugh at it. Now, I'm not saying I'm laughing at you or the situation that you've been through. So please hear me, all right? But this is this is my podcast, and I'm just saying, hear me. Being a pastor, do you know how many people touch you inappropriately? Come on, y'all. I'm I'm about to talk about it. I'm about shut up. I'm about to talk about it. I remember we used to be in a um, 1055 Brady Avenue right off of Howell Mill Road, right in the middle of Midtown Atlanta. We used to have a building there and that's where our church used to be. I'm talking about it was in the most posh, most just I mean, it was just it, it was it was the epitome of bougie. Um, and I don't even know how we got the space. It was God's grace, uh, but it was awesome. And while we were there, I remember, we, had, you know, so many people, the, the compound was right across the street from us. It was one of the most popular clubs in Atlanta. And um, I remember um, we used to get, you know, people used to just all different types of people used to come. Uh, and there, there was this lady that used to come. And I remember one day uh, I was just so sick and tired of this building because we couldn't occupy uh, the main part of the building because we were doing renovations. So we had to occupy just the office part. So for a while we were having church literally in the waiting area of of this uh, car garage or this this mechanic shop that we were uh, purchasing or that we were uh, about to lease. And so uh, we were having service in there. We could only get maybe like 50 people in there um, at that. And I used to just be so frustrated. I never wanted to come to church. And so whenever I would come, hey, I would preach as fast as I could and get it over with. And so, um, I, this Sunday I came in, preached and I tried to end the service as fast as I could. And I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't pray for anybody. I just kind of dismissed everybody. And I saw this lady kind of leave and she was crying. And I remember this lady, um, cause I, I've seen her come a few times. And you know, when you're a small church, everybody, everybody, <laughs> you, you know, everybody, right? you see everybody. And, uh, she came in and. Uh, or she uh, ran out and I saw that she was crying. So I sent somebody after. I said, go find out what's going on with her. I saw that she was crying. Somebody went and got her and they brought her back to my office. So uh, while she was in my office, you know, we're sitting down and i'm like so what's going on she's like you know oh my my boyfriend left me i don't know if she said boyfriend husband i think she said boyfriend but she said my boyfriend left me i'm talking she's crying she was like i don't know what i'm gonna do i gotta take care of these children blah 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 and i asked her i said well do you have a job she said yeah i got a job and uh i was like well what do you do she was like i'm a dancer and i was like you know I, you know me being naive i don't know you know, I'm I, when she says she'll dance, I'm thinking ballerina. You're a ballerina. That's what you you're a ballerina. And so I, you know, I said, "Uh, what type of dance? And she was like, I'm a stripper. And you should have saw the look on my face. Like, I just got surprised, right? Like, it wasn't, I've never been to a strip club. Even to this day, I've never been to a strip club. Uh, If that's your, no, if that's your thing, that should not be your thing, first of all. Um, uh, I know you may be listening to me and saying, well, my girlfriend let me go, or my girlfriend took me, but you shouldn't. I'm I'm sorry. Come on, man. You know, come on. Yeah, let's not. Let's we don't need to get into a debate about that. Not not now. Now I'm in Atlanta. I'm in the home of of, of strip clubs. All right, uh, we can debate and talk about it all day long. Right? Uh, another podcast. But I've never been to a strip club. So when she said that, it just surprised me. I had never seen one up close. I had never seen a stripper so, 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 you know, so close. I didn't know what happened. Um, And so uh, I was like, I was shocked. And she saw the look on my face and she said, what? She was like, what pastor? You can get a dance. I was like, huh? She was like, you want a dance? I was like, no, no, I don't. Hear me y'all. This woman offered me a lap dance in my office after church. Me too? What? No, I had the door cracked and we had somebody in the hall. So I mean, I was protected. So, you know, I didn't do it. But I'm what I'm do you hear me? I've had women come up to me and hug me and they hug me for too long and when I try to back away they squeeze me I've had women come up behind me and hug me I've had women hug me and say oh my god what are you wearing what is that that smell what is that cologne oh my god what the come on now if I did that to a woman if I did that to a woman. If I came up to a woman and hugged her from the back. I've had women. Hear me. I don't know what's it, what is this thing where. Like when we take a picture. Who told you you could put your hand on my stomach? Come on y'all. Let's talk. Let's talk man. Let's talk. Who told you. You could put your hand on my stomach. my chest, or my arm. Whenever I hug a woman of God, whenever I hug a woman, excuse me, whenever I hug a woman as a man of God, I always close my fist. So they can't say I grab nothing. When I catch women at the altar, I close my fist. So they can't say I touched nothing. The only time you're going to see my hand open is if it's a sibling, a family member, If it's a spiritual son or daughter, you know, somebody I trust, but even then I'm cautious. But what I'm saying is that many of pastors, both men and women. Have been put into situations where we feel sexually uncomfortable. We got to baptize people. Y'all help us father. Come on. Come on, Brian. We got to go. I can't get into it. Hear me. Why am I baptizing you and you got a thong on? A thong on? In the baptism pool? Man of God, you ain't got no drawers on? In the baptism pool? Get this. And This all stems, and again, I'm not talking about Me Too in the world. I'm talking about Me Too in the church. I think this all stems from the church having an inability to address and to talk about sex in a correct, healthy way. We're so spiritual, we don't know how to have good sex. And because of that, we either demonize sex, we mystify sex, or we don't talk about it. So people have to create their own theologies and philosophies around it and the church is sexually stupid. Now, I, I didn't say people ain't having sex. Oh, people, are, hear me y'all. Folks in the church getting it in. In. Getting it down. They they don't even care about fornication no more. Fornication is just hey. We just going to fornicate now. But what you do with your body is still worship. What you do with your body is still sacred. When you got saved, you gave Jesus your body. He gave you his. You guys exchanged lives. He that knew no sin became sin for you that you might become the righteousness of God. Y'all exchanged bodies. His body was given to, to you and his body was given for you so that you could give your body to him and for him so that he could use it for his own purpose and will. If you still got your body, you ain't saved. If you still do what you want with your body, you're not saved. You've given your body to him. When you get married, God then gives your body to your spouse. But the moment you got saved, your body was no longer yours for it became the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, and and that goes across the board. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to make a mistake and I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect, but you do need to understand that your body is not yours. Your body now belongs to a corporate body called the body of Christ. And you should use your body to advance the kingdom of God and to edify the church. We are all lively stones. That's what the scripture says. We're all rocks pulled together and pieced together. We're the five stones in the hands of David or the greater David, which is Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. God still cares about what you do with your body. But I think that because we don't really talk about sex and sexuality and sexuality is complicated and sexuality is a journey and sexuality is a discipline. What you do with your sexuality is an exercise of your faith in Christianity. So the reason you don't hoe around ain't because you don't like women or not because you don't like men, but it's because how you use your body is a testimony of your service to Jesus Christ. And the reason you don't get tattoos And the reason you don't smoke. And the reason you don't drink. Now again I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect. Oh you had a drink. Man you you were drunk one night. Got a tattoo. Oh man you smoke. I'm not saying that you're not going to have a journey. But it needs to be understood. That the standard is. That your body belongs to Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 12. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And not conformed to this world. But that you may prove to him. What is that good and perfect and, and, and acceptable will of God? It says he wants living sacrifices. I butchered that entire scripture. <laughs> I butchered that entire scripture. What man of God can't quote Romans chapter 12? Sometimes I haven't read Romans chapter 12 in so long. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. I'm not looking at it no more. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Holy. And, yeah. OK. See. And be not uh, trans be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good, accept, good, perfect and acceptable will of God or good, acceptable and perfect will of God. See, I just needed to I needed to, you know get a kickstart. Once I get a kickstart, I can I can memorize it or I can remember it. But right a living sacrifice. So anyway, all I'm saying is we don't talk about sex. Everybody having it. Nobody want to talk about it. But sexuality and sex is complicated. And all these people that try to make it real simple like just say no, you freak. You know, he nasty. I ain't got time. Anyway, all I'm saying is that it happens to us too. Me too. Me too. Women of God, you got to take care of these men in church. I only want to get into, you know, I only want to get into church clothes and and what to wear to church and all this different kind of stuff. And I know people are trying to make it seem like you can wear whatever you want to wear. And that can be true. I, I totally get it. But if what you're wearing Causes your brother to stumble. Then you shouldn't wear that. Woman of God. Or man of God. Because it ain't just the women now. It's the men. I think that we all have to be a bit more mindful. With how we're interacting with each other. Women and men. Women. Don't lead a man on. And man of God. Don't. Assert yourself beyond what is biblical sound right and sober we got to respect each other but i'm just saying that y'all it happens i've had women look at me and talk to me a certain way they lingering at the altar like hear me don't be looking at me in my eyes like that let me tell you look i'm i'm married i've been married for 10 years now I'm married to my wife, Patrice Meadows. I've known her since, I don't know, 2005 or so, just 2005, 2006. Um, She's my best friend. She's the toughest person. I'm talking like she probably would hurt me. I respect her. Um, But what I'm saying is, I'll be out and uh, I'll just be at the drive thru, you know, go get some fast food, something. And a girl would be looking at me like, what's she about to say? You know, just looking. And I'm thinking in my mind, girl, I will, do you, I'm a preacher. I will destroy your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. I've been married for 10 years. I know, I know the secret art of Kung Fu. You understand? And, I, and when I say that, I'm saying when you've been married for a while and you've been having sex for a while, you learn some secrets. Don't you look at me like I will, I will, I will make you fall in love 20 times and I wouldn't remember your name. Don't try me. That's how you know it's time to go. <laughs> I'm just saying like, What? It's like I don't know, women will women will tempt a man and then when a man bites, then they feel offended or abused or whatever the case may be. And it's like, don't tempt me. And I don't know if that's a flirtatious thing women have. I don't know if it's just it's like don't don't put out there and then try to take it back when somebody reaches for it. And that goes back to like dress and and you know, all this different kind of stuff. Me too. Now again, I will say this before I leave. I'll end on a serious note. Is the me too epidemic in church? 100%. 100%. There are men and women. There are pastors and leaders that utilize their authority. They manipulate scripture. And they are abusing the flock of God. They are running through women in the church or y'all they're running through men in the church is it happening yes is there any inkling of righteousness in it no i'm talking about i've heard i remember this video came out of this african pastor touching this woman saying he was laying hands on he was touching her breast and all this kind of stuff i remember it was y'all remember this case of this man um, you know, he was having people do oral sex on him, and he, he told them it was God's milk or something like that. I don't remember that? Crazy stuff. sexually illicit behavior is never God. fornication, homosexuality, bisexuality uh, it is never God. I'm just letting you know. I'm not saying that you ain't go through it. I'm not saying that those feelings weren't real to you. I'm not saying that uh, God can't make all things work together for the good. I'm just saying that sexually illicit behavior, whether it's adultery, fornication, um, um, uh, lust. If it's you, you understand what I'm saying, sexually illicit behavior is never God. It's always the manifestation of an unclean spirit. So you can do with that what you will. But I'm just being honest with you. If you look at every occultic practice and every satanic um, uh, like uh, philosophy, religion. If you look at any pagan religion, sex is always one of the ways they worship or one of the ways they sacrifice. Because sex is always spiritual always anyway all right so hopefully you guys got the gist of my uh my my soliloquy hopefully you guys understand my heart all i'm saying is that me too is not just happening in the world it's happening in the church and it's not just happening happening to parishioners it's also happening to pastors all right people hit us up at all times of night They email us all times of night. Hear me. I don't have people tell me the craziest things. The craziest things. Now, again, I'm all game for it. You can talk to me about anything. I can counsel you. I can get you help. If I can't help you, I can get you help. But don't bring nothing to me. And then if I start addressing it, you start talking about you feeling uncomfortable. I ain't to bring it to you. You brought it to me. Pastor, I, can I tell you something? Oh uh, God, uh, sure. You can tell me something. I just, I just, I just can't stop masturbating. Oh, okay. Um, well, maybe. And again, we can go there. I've been addicted to porn. We can go there. I understand that life. I, I, I but. If we go there, or if I counsel you in this, if I give you a purity pattern and regimen, right? We ain't gonna do that. And then you tell me something, Pastor Cain to me, and he, no, I didn't come to you. Liar? Like that's why you need to document everything. And hear me, we have to be anointed and we have to be fearless to address this type of stuff and to disciple people through this type of stuff so there is nothing off guard but we need to have some accountability and it need to be man with man and woman with woman when it comes to discipleship man of god you're not discipling her she's single you're discipling her but you having sex with her Hear me, woman of God. Sex is not a proper offering for the prophet. Jesus, help us. I ain't got time. Y'all ain't got time. Y'all remember Joshua Holmes? If you don't remember him, go look him up. I ain't got time to talk about it. Young prophet uh women was changing their last name to after his it was crazy go look at some of the videos one 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 video he was doing he was doing like a facebook live (laughs) and literally you heard his wife in the background like he fake he lied in the background y'all gotta go watch it but anyway but he was sleeping with these women I ain't about to start calling no other names. He I, I called his name because he was just glaringly false. I mean, he had like Gucci chains on. I almost say Gucci chains. I'm thinking about Gucci mane. But he had like all these chains on and rings and he was just I'm like, "Man, come on now." I believe I believe men and women of God should be prosperous. I do. But I don't believe that they should be flamboyantly arrogant and 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 all this stuff. Like, you ain't you ain't got to have goals in your mouth. Come on, y'all. That's the spirit of the world, but anyway, all right. Hear me again. I'm praying for you. If you've been the victim of sexual abuse on any level, uh, if you've had to deal with uh, sexual manipulation or harassment, I'm praying for you. I pray that you get the healing, the counsel, the therapy, uh, the healing that you need. Um, um, again uh these podcasts are meant to show you a pastor's perspective, and hopefully i i i tried to make light of a a very hard and a very uh serious and sensitive topic but i hope hope you understood my heart um I love you guys uh i just wanted to let you guys know it happens to us too all right it really does it happens to us all the time and um yeah and uh pray for us watch out for us cover us, protect us, protect us. There have been many pastors taken down because nobody was watching his back. Yeah, he shouldn't have had sex with her. He shouldn't have did it. But sometimes it's not always his fault. Sometimes it's not always, you know what I mean? It's not always their fault. Sometimes they're victims. Sometimes hear me. This is a true story. This is a true story. And and again, I'm not calling any names. And so I'm ending with this. I'm not calling any names or anything like that. But I literally know of a situation. I'm talking my first hand. They told me themselves of a woman going to a church, seeing the pastor and saying, yeah, I'm going to get him. And for a year or so, she worked a scheme to get close to the pastor and to the first lady. End up having sex with him. And when he wanted to call it off. When he wanted to say. Yeah this is not right. She went to the wife. And told the wife it was him. And I know of other stories like that. So I'm just saying. Sometimes I think. uh, We have to be. Uh, very uh, we have to be prayerful we have to be discerning sometimes we just need to have some common sense like Bill Cosby was making all them movies all them shows and he was just raping women just again and again and again and again and again and nobody said nothing nobody noticed anything Maybe he just had a culture of cheating on his wife with other women and nobody said anything because Bill always was with women and he was always doing drugs. But he raped him? It could be true. But nobody can ask questions without being demonized? I should be able to ask a question or two. So, all right. This has been Brian Meadows with the Angry Pastor Podcast. Hopefully you guys don't get too mad at me. But um, yeah, we got so much more coming to you. Uh, I'm really excited about all that the Lord is doing through this podcast. Please, please, please share it with somebody. And remember, be angry, but sin not. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.